There's an amazing Svas MS that I have to share with you. The Svas MS asks the question, when you start the Gemara in Shabbos, the Gemara begins with all the halachas of where to place the menorah, how high the menorah is to be, what oil to use, and then at the end of discussing all the inyanim of Hanukkah, the Gemara asks, my Hanukkah, what is Hanukkah? And the Gemara says that there was a war, there was a Muhammad, and Klal Yisrael prevailed, we won the war. Asks the Svasemes, don't you think the Gemara should have began with that question? Don't you think the Gemara should have started saying, my Hanukkah, what's Hanukkah? There was a war, we won, and these are the halachas of lighting the Menorah. But yet, no, it starts with the halachas and moves on to my Hanukkah. Answers the Svasemes to Gary Rabbi, he says a beautiful idea. He says a person can go into depths of the details of Hanukkah, and he can try to understand as much as he wants. But at the end of the day, he'll be asking the question, my Hanukkah, what is Hanukkah? Because Hanukkah is Lamalam and Ateva. It doesn't really make sense. We don't understand what happens over there. How a group, a small group of Jews, waged a war against the Greeks and they won, didn't make any sense. Yet it happened and we won. So we can try as much as we can, but it goes Lamalam and Ateva. Hanukkah is beyond the natural boundaries that we're used to. That's why we have eight candles. Because seven is nature. Eight goes beyond nature. And that's the representation of everything we do on Hanukkah. Going beyond the natural boundaries. This story took place in B'nai Barak a number of years ago. There was a young man that became a star in the Kirov world. He drew in hundreds of people. He was the car of so many people. He was a dynamic, incredible speaker. And he was booked to speak at a Seder night in B'nai Barak to a group of hundreds and hundreds of non-religious Jews. And when he came home to tell his children that they would be eating together with this group, they were disappointed. They said, we need you here. We want you at our Seder night. Why go over there and be busy with them? Come to us. And he said, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll start up at home. We'll start the Seder. And then I'll go there. I'll talk to them for an hour or so. I'll enlighten them. And then I'll come back and we'll finish the Seder. And the kids were happy with that. And all his plans changed. Erev Yontif. Erev Pesach, his wife, who is due in a few more weeks, decided that the time has come. She needs to go to the hospital. She's about to give birth. So he drops all his plans and he says, okay, let's go. And she says, but you've got a group of hundreds of people. You can't just abandon them. He says, you're my wife. This is my child. You come first. So they travel to the hospital. Things start to get complicated. They start to get lengthy. His wife turns to him and says, do me a favor. Please go. And he says, I can't leave you. Things are getting complicated. She says, we need a schos. We need a schos for the baby, for a healthy baby. Go, go and talk to the crowd enlighten them, be machazik them, and Be'ez HaShem will be fine. So he had no choice, if not just to put his wife at ease. He went, he ran to the shul, and they asked him why he's late. He said the reason why, and they said, go back. He said, no, we need a schos. So he got up and he told them about the whole miracle, the whole nace, Yitzis, Mitzrayim, Emunah, everything. It was amazing. An hour and a half later, he runs back into the hospital. They say, Mazel Tov, he had a baby boy. He runs into his wife to wish her Mazel Tov, and she says, I want to tell you, when you left, what happened was my numbers started declining. 
things were going bad. An older Rebetzin, who I recognized from the area, came in and she said, do you need any help? I didn't want to take her help, but I said, I have no one else. So she sat next to me, she sang me songs, she held my hand, she put me at ease. And Baruch Hashem, everything was calm. And as she said the story, she said, hold on a minute, that woman died years ago. It doesn't make sense. How can this be? Can it really be? The man went to Reb Chaim Kinevsky, and he told him the story, and he said, Rebbe, does it make sense? And Reb Chaim said, yes. When a person pushes themselves beyond the natural border, beyond the natural capabilities, the Rebbein could do anything for them. The miracle of Hanukkah, the Yom Tov of Hanukkah, represents exactly that. And every single one of us have what we think in our lives, natural boundaries, places that we think we can't go. But Hanukkah is machazikas. We see that light within the darkness. And it gives us an energy to push ourselves, to continue. And the Ezer Shem, when we do that, the Rebbein can give us so much good. Have a beautiful Hanukkah, an incredible Shabbos. 